You guys are now tapped into ambitious behavior with Nurse Jan. Um, as always, I want to start off this podcast by saying thank you to those who listen. Thank you to those who share. Thank you to those who like the podcast. Leave a review. It has been some time and I am happy to be back at it. Um, initially, when I started this podcast, I feel like it was more of an outlet. Um, just me getting my opinion out, getting my emotions out, getting my feelings out. Just like a good way of dealing with like therapy issues and such. But if you know me, um, you know that in December, I went through like a very very odd time I lost a close family member so I have literally just been mm, so iffy and up in the air about the podcast but like I always on every podcast give all my information to have people like contact me and stuff and like I'm so thankful that I did that because the people that reach out to me um besides the people that reach out to me like on a day-to-day basis are people that I don't even know that like listen to the podcast and I'm just so grateful for you guys so This episode is really um, just me coming back, getting back into the routine, getting back into the motions of things. Um, I am in a much better place mentally. And I just want to start off by saying, initially, when I started this podcast, I was like, oh, I'm not going to take any time off. Let me tell you, you tell God your plans, God is going to laugh. Okay. And that's just literally exactly what happened. I never expected to be off for so long, but I want to say, don't feel bad about taking the time that you need to take to get your mental health in order. Like I cannot be a, is what I, this is what I've realized since I've been off from recording. I cannot be like a beacon of light for people if I don't have light within myself. Like I had to really, really, really dig deep, um, do a lot of soul searching, talking to myself, <laughs> talking to my family, talking to my friends, just to figure out, you know, how to deal with things, how to deal with grief, how to overcome things. Um, if you don't know anything about me, I'm not a person that like loses people. So after losing a few people last year, it was just, I don't know, it was just overwhelming. And then we're in the midst of a pandemic. I am a nurse. So I'm seeing death on a day to day basis. It just was exhausting. So thank you guys for toughing it out with me. Um, And let's get today's episode started. Today's episode is about finding your way back, finding your way back. For me, This episode resonates a lot with me because I am on a journey to find my way back in a few different areas of my life. Um, Finding your way back, I would say, is once you get to a certain place in life and you just don't know what you're doing, you're not feeling self-fulfilled, you're kind of living in limbo, you have to find your way back. For me... Um, finding my way back. I'm finding my way back emotionally. I'm finding my way back mentally. I'm finding my way back physically. Uh, I talked to you guys before on a podcast about like my journey, um, weight loss journey, because of course I have been here before, but (laughs) finding my way back. So I moved to uh, Texas in July and by the time I got down here, my grandfather had passed away in May. I had put on a ton of weight after losing weight the previous year. So for me, that's one of the most important things with finding my way back was to 
really take myself serious and my weight loss journey, um, really living my truth and actually hold myself accountable. I got an accountability partner, um, I want to say around August or September of last year. And I'll tell you, listen, we have been killing the game. Okay. Killing the game. So that is one area that I'm really happy to have found my way back. For me, weight loss is not always just about the looks. It's not about, um, you know, that attention. It's not about like, it's for me, weight loss is about feeling good in my skin, feeling comfortable in my skin and accepting myself for who I am. And also health, health is important. And if I didn't realize anything in 2020, I realized how important health is, how important it is to be consistent. I realized that you can get off a track when it comes to your health, um, especially if you have other life circumstances going on, businesses, work, kids, school, the list can go on and go on and go on. But if you are not healthy, you're not good for anybody, not even for yourself. So for me, it's important that I stay on this journey because like I said, again, I had, I had gained a lot of weight after my grandfather had passed away. I was just, listen, (laughs) I can't even go there. I was doing the most. That's what I was doing. But for me, this time around losing my grandmother in December, I told myself, like I gave myself, I don't know. I don't know where I heard this from, but I heard it somewhere. Um, see how you feel after three days. And if you're not still feeling like hopeless and like hopeless, doubtful, angry, upset, pick yourself back up. And even if you are feeling those feelings, you still have to pick yourself back up. So of course, I'm not fully over everything. But by that third or fourth day, I told myself, I said, You cannot fall into this mental slump. You've been here before. You have things to do. You have things to accomplish. So this message is for like everybody that went through something. And I can tell you, I don't I don't think that I met anyone or have spoken to anyone who have talked to anyone that hasn't gone through something, you know, within the last two years, three years, especially with this pandemic. A lot of people that I know are going through tough times right now. And what I want to say, and this is just me speaking to myself, to you guys, to anybody going through something is that tough times don't last forever. Your current circumstances are not going to be forever. You have to pick yourself back up. You have to find your reason why and you have to find some motivation. It's easier said than done with picking yourself back up. But you need to start light. You need to start slow. You need to start. That's the main thing. Do not allow outside things that you cannot control get into your mind and penetrate your mind and not place you in a forward moving motion. Have that time for yourself. Um, And I do. I like I mean, I'm not going to tell you guys to take three days, but have that time. However long that time is, you know, but just don't let it go on and on and on and on without you figuring out what's the greater goal here. Um, Life is going to go on. So what do I have to do next? Pick yourself back up. Do not be afraid to start over. A lot of the times when life throws us curveballs, 
I think that we have this uh, this unrealistic, you know, expectation that, okay, I can't start over. You know, I can't I can't do that. You know, what are people going to think? What are people going to say if I start over? Start over. Do it for you. You don't have to make announcements about starting over. Just start over. Let the work speak for itself. So if you got off track with school, if you got off track with work, if you got off track with a business during a trying time in your life, don't be afraid to start over. Start making those changes. Move around. Do things that you enjoy to do. You know, you have to find a reason, a reason beyond your current circumstances to get you where you need to be and where you want to be. For me, I had to go back to the drawing board. Like I literally had to tap into like, okay, I write down everything as you guys know. So I had to go back to like old notebooks and see, okay, I wrote down that I would be done with this by this date. I would be done with that by that date. Why did I say that I would be done with this by this date? Like I had to really go through and do like a mental like checklist about things that I wanted to accomplish and I said okay well if you have a day where you know you're not just feeling your best you're not just feeling yourself what can you do and what I started to do is I started to journal again I literally and I want to say 2019 I started like a gratitude journal And so every morning I get up before I go to the gym, because if you follow me on social media, you know, I go to the gym really early. Um, Every morning before I get up, I get up and I meditate and I write in this gratitude journal. Like I am religiously on it right now because I need to know what I'm grateful for at all times. Because when you go through something and I feel like, you know, it's devastating to you and people don't really understand you have to sit with yourself and not think about the outside world you need to sit with your thoughts and figure out what you need to do to make that situation better what can you do that's in your control so for me I needed to recognize the things that I am grateful for on a constant basis so I write um, an entry in my gratitude journal every day every morning before I even do anything else I write things that I am grateful for and it's they don't have to be um, like a purse, a car, a job. They don't have to be like tangible things. I'm grateful for my mental health. I'm grateful for the ability to move on from things that I never thought I would be able to move on. Things like that. I do that every day. And then before I write, I reflect on the previous day. And I don't know. It just really helps me. I don't know if that could help someone, but I do think that it is beneficial for you to find, you know, your reasons why. Um, I feel like I had got into a place where I was just like, you know, I don't know. I feel like, you know, I was betrayed by God. Like, and I know that sounds crazy, but like I did. I was so upset because like I know everybody goes through things, but I just felt like to experience loss like that so close, you know, together after not losing, you know, someone especially in my family for like a long time. It just was very, very hard for me. And I started to question, you know, my beliefs. And then I know I I, like I got to a point I was like, Oh, yeah, you got to check yourself at the door, baby, because God has made things happen for you. And I'm not getting on here to be all (laughs) that way. But for me, like I am very, very spiritual. I have like a deep, 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 
deep connection with God and for me to get in a place with God, for me to feel like, you know, betrayed or feel like, you know, like, why me? What was me? I knew that I had to make some changes. So don't be afraid to start over and don't be afraid to um, find an outlet. For me, writing, um, sometimes venting, like I vent to like a couple people, not really a lot of people because, you know, mm -mm, mm -mm, it's not what I do. (laughs) But um, writing, working out, venting, those kind of things, they can be, you know, an outlet, but you have to find a positive outlet. What I do want to encourage people not to do, because like I kind of got into earlier, um, when I lost my grandfather, like I was drinking like wine, like every day I was eating out like every day. And I just, I just wasn't doing the things that I would normally do. Obviously the gym was closed. We were still in Ohio and I just wasn't moving around like how I should have been. I feel like, you know, I was trying to like silence the pain, silence the grief, silence the, you know, and that it added up because Woo, when I got to Texas, <laughs> when I got to, she, listen, mm, I'm much better now. <laughs> I'm much better now. I'm much better now. If y'all know anything about this Texas heat, let me tell you, you're not going to be big for long down here. That's for sure. <laughs> but um, try not to silence your pain with like outside substances, you know, drugs, drinking, those kind of things. Like you have to really sit with yourself. You have to really come up with a game plan and you have to work the plan. I say that all the time, all the time, work the plan, work the plan, work the plan. So I do think that A lot of people, especially in my generation, we get into this cycle of like abuse, you know, and be it, you know, alcoholism, be it smoking weed all the time, uh, pills, those kind of things. And like, I think that it's like a, I don't know, when I was younger, like, you look at like your, your, your family's friends and stuff and be like, oh, you know, they're on drugs, and like, for my generation, it's kind of like a, it's, it goes without saying, like people know that people do like things like taking pills and stuff and they don't say anything to them. Like I'm a person, of course, I'm not going to tell you guys like not to have an outlet as far as smoking marijuana, stuff like that, because I definitely do see that there are medicinal things that you can use marijuana for, but don't go OD. Like you shouldn't be smoking your feelings away. Like if you have not dealt with your feelings, you need to deal with them. But drinking every day, um, engaging in like risky behavior, meeting up with people that you don't know, those kind of things don't get in those cycles of abuse. But I do feel like people my age, my generation, it's kind of like swept under the rug. Like people know what's going on, but people don't say anything because, okay, it's not my concern. It's not my business. But if you have a friend or a family member that, you know, they're experiencing a hard time and you see that they're spiraling, you need to step into, step in, step in and say something just like little words, you know, can go a long way for people. Like, I feel like for me, I had someone say, you know, one of my close friends said something to me like, dang, you know, you drink wine every day. I was like, oh, I am. (laughs) So I had to really like check myself because I do come from a family history of like alcoholism, drug abuse and those kind of things. So I take it very, very serious that 
I cannot ever fall into that pattern of abuse because I have come way too far. I have kids that rely on me and I know the feeling of having a parent that, you know, suffered from alcoholism or, you know, being on drugs and stuff like that. And I never wanted my kids to have that feeling. So I literally had to check myself at the door. Okay. And it's not always that easy, but it has to be done. Nothing that is worth doing will always be easy, but you have to do it. Um, I just think that during this time, it's just imperative that you find a healthy outlet, find something that will bring you happiness, even if it's something, you know, just light as like going to get your nails done, going to get, you know, any, just anything like I enjoy often um, because I am in Texas and I'm far away from my family and stuff. I enjoy like I get on FaceTime with them all the time. Like we spend some time on FaceTime. And for me, like it, like that, that's for my close family. I can get on FaceTime with them anytime before like family that's like not so close or like friends that I'm not so close with. I had always just been like, OK, you know, I want to see you type of when I see you type basis. But then I realized that you never know like what someone is going through. And I know like I've always been a kind of person to say like, you know, people don't really check on the strong person. But if you don't kind of open that door for people to check on you, then they're not going to check on you. Like if you know me, I'm a person that like I am. I don't know. I don't know if I'm like an extrovert introvert. I think that I might be like I'm extroverted when it's something that I'm passionate about. But for my personal life and my personal feelings and stuff like that, I tend to go inside more than outside. And when I go outside, mm, it ain't nothing good to come. (laughs) So I am working on how to manage my emotions and how to be more vocal about my emotions with my friends and with my family. So I started, um, talking to my friends and you know family more often um even if it's something just as quick as like voice notes a text message and stuff just checking in with people letting people know that I'm okay because I know that a lot of people like worry about me and I think that um that goes for all of us that are going through something you have people that love you you have people that care about you and you may not feel that way you may not know it you know deep down in your heart but there are people out there that pray for you um probably more than you pray for yourself so don't go inside so much try to work on going outside in a healthy way um and when i say outside in a healthy way i mean when you do get to express your feelings don't express them in like a you know, like angry, try not to be like, okay, let things build up. And then you spaz because I tend to do that. Like, if I'm going through something, it could be the lightest thing like at work where someone will annoy me or say something and it'll set me off into a tangent. And I hate to be like that. Because if you know me, I'm very, very big on energy. I'm very big on putting out and getting in good, good energy. So if I'm putting out all of this negative energy, the only thing that's going to happen in the universe is that I'm going to get negative back. So that is something that I'm really like a work in progress on myself. So I just encourage you guys to find your way back. And whatever that may look like, doesn't matter, you know, as far as other people goes, find your way back for you. 
Um, People can tell you this is what you should do. This is how you should feel. This is what you should think. But nobody really truly knows any of those things because it's personal for you. I made a post like on Facebook a while ago and like, I mean, not a while ago, but a couple weeks ago. And I was just like, you know, are there healthy ways to deal with grief and grieving? And I had people say, you know, no, there's not a healthy way. And I just I don't believe that. I don't believe that there isn't a healthy way. I do think that we all go through the stages of grief uh, differently and we experience them at different times. But I do think that there are things that you can put into place so that you don't find yourself like into a depressed state, into a, you know, annoyed mood, into, you know, just kind of negativity and bitterness. And I really just think it all revolves around finding your way back to who you are and what you need to get done. So I encourage you guys to find your way back, however that, you know, may look to you. Um, Do some things positive for you. Do some things that'll make you feel better and don't try to silence the pain. Um, I want to thank you guys for being so patient on this episode, okay, and waiting and rocking with me because the numbers have been going up and it really shows that y'all actually check in, y'all actually listen, and I appreciate everyone who has sent an email, especially those who I don't know on a personal level. I appreciate you guys more than you know. So, um, that's it for this episode. Um, if you guys wanted to reach out to me, I am nurse four underscores Jan on Instagram. Um, you can email me at info at nursejan.co. Uh, but I am here and I am back and I have arrived. Thank you guys for tapping into ambitious behavior with nurse Jan.